Speaking of the craft. Yeah, but it's not, it's not a good... Re- oh, we want to do the craft. We, we've determined that our episode on the craft is only going to be us recreating the craft. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get a copy it's of the It's the script. cheesiest. Um, Bob and I are just going to be one character each. I'm and you're going to be a lot I'm of different <laughs> Okay, sure. Find me, motherfucker. You know what? I am Nancy. You know what? I don't know how this is going to work. I am on board. Yeah. I'm, ah! we're, Bob and I will take the two leads, and then everyone else is just going to be Andy doing various voices. Yeah. No, so no, no. Should I be doing various voices, or should I just be doing like a really flat, emotionless voice? You should be doing different voices. Well, so, like, if Nev Campbell's on the screen, you're allowed to just be like, "Yeah, you can be." What do you mean, Nancy? Yeah. <laughs> This is Bob. I'm the store owner that's going to charge you three bucks to take a picture with a dead snake thing. And here are my co-hosts, Alex and Andy. Introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Alex, and I'm tired of these motherfucking worms and this motherfucking sand. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Andy, and I might have been born just plain white trash, but fancy is my name. (laughs) Fancy? All the fancy. God damn it, Reba McIntyre, you ruined everything. You were in this movie! Today we're talking about Tremors. Oh, this movie. Today we're talking about Tremors, and we don't know why. Tell us why, Andy. (laughs) Because, (laughs) fuck you both, apparently. (laughs) Um, No, I love this movie so much. Um, It's been kind of like popping up in my head. Like every, every time somebody's asking for a recommendation on Reddit or somewhere on the internet, it's like, recommend me a movie that takes place outside in the daylight. Recommend me a PG-13 horror movie that doesn't suck. And so, like, my go-to answer for all of those is like, oh, Tremors, Tremors, Tremors. And I thought it'd be a and, lot of fun. And that's fine. And um, the other th- on, on some level, it is a lot of fun. And I remember, well, you know, going to see it in the theaters, because like I, I yeah. mentioned to you, uh, when I when I went to go see it in the theaters, it's because I won tickets on radio. Oh, nice. So I, I got to see it before everybody else. And I went with my mom. Oh my it was God. a great time. Tickets on the radio. I know. <laughs> I, I had to be caller number nine. Well, and that's how it old this great. movie is. And 1990. The, yes. Well, the other part of what was interesting about it is that, like, that was a really interesting time in horror movies, I think. Because when, that's when, <laughs> well, no, it, because you started to kind of shift away from the 80s slasher boom, which was, by that point, getting kind of played out. Oh, there was still another Friday, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, I know, but that's the point. to come. By the, by the time you get to here, you're looking at Elm Street 5. Two Halloween. Fr- Friday the 13th, 8. And these are, these are kind of like, mm. Oh, we had nine. No, by eighty nine, we had Friday the Thirteenth nine. Right. So, but like in in nineteen ninety, here's 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 an incomplete list of some of the weird shit that came out in nineteen ninety that are is now kind of like classics. Society, which is a little bit lesser known, but still genius. I do like Society. Jacob's Ladder. Oh, I've, I've never, never seen, seen it. it. Guess what? My next pick going to be <laughs> <clears throat> Flatliners, the original. Oh, one. that's a good like movie. Yeah. Okay. And didn't need to be remade. No. I'm just I like remakes. I tried watching the Flatliners remake. Yeah. Couldn't. Oh, Misery. <gasps> Loved it. Right? Tom Savini's Night of the Living Dead remake. Oh, that was good. Yeah, really right. good. Yeah. Right. Clive Barker made Nightbreed that year. Oh, I love that movie. That movie happened. Yes. <laughs> I love that. And if you rewind to just a year or two before that, yeah. then you have, again, people getting away from slashers. You got, um, that's when Child's Play happens. Uh, Romero. We're, wait, we're not calling Child's Play a slasher? Mm. Child's Play is a slasher. It's a slasher with a hell of a twist, though. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's a very it's different It's a slasher with voodoo. Right. Um, speaking of voodoo, Don't. Wes Craven made Serpent in the Rainbow. Somebody mm-hmm. gave Romero seven million bucks to make Monkey Shines. I love Monkey Shines. <laughs> which I do love it. 
so like this is in my guess opinion, it's gonna be my next pick. oh my god in my opinion this is a really interesting time for horror movies this is before this is kind of between the slasher boom of the 80s and before the slasher revival of the 90s where just all of these weird little movies kind of kept popping up and yeah. doing really well and that period you know even though they were starting to do very well they didn't do well enough and they brought us so leprechaun. that's why you know they brought <laughs> oh, us leprechaun and that's why they started saying okay no we're just going to start doing yeah. franchise shit now. well and that and that turned into the meta horror yeah right that led into you know exactly. torture horn and yeah. yeah so this is sort of like the beginnings of that and that's one of the reasons i just i like this a lot because it is a riff on very old-fashioned monster movies from like the 50s yeah yes um but it is a modern take it's not quite meta but it's obviously was written with that level of well i mean you're absolutely right because even Mm -hmm. in the script when they're talking about it they're like radiation no it's man-made no it's just they actually never never explain it and that's that's deliberate but they but they talk about the different ways that all of these monsters in 1950s horror movies showed up no it 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 actually feels a lot like if you've ever seen um the movie it was based on not it the thing was based on the thing from another world yeah Yeah. it feels like james arnest is a giant with the carrot yeah the carrot monster and they keep (laughs) running from it and having to figure out how to destroy it in a variety of new and interesting ways. Right. It has a lot of that got from that. Yeah. And also there are a lot of practical effects in this. And I'm good practicals. This Very is, good. this is, I think probably the apex of what they could achieve with a relatively small budget and practical effects mm-hmm. because they look mostly really good. Yeah. A couple of here, here and there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's kind of the end of an era because right after that, that's when the CGI started to really, really swing in. Yeah. yeah, what's your face from this movie who ended up starring in Jurassic Park? Um, the kid, yeah, the little girl. The little girl. The little girl, Mindy. Yeah. yeah. Mindy! Yeah, she um, was Lexi. She ended up being Lexi in, in, yes. Lex in Jurassic yeah, Park. Yeah, and she, she like brought... Like, let's go ahead and do her mother, her, her mother, yeah, you know what? Let's go straight to the details. Her mother was... Um, oh, she was Miss bitch. Beetle on Little House in the Prairie. Oh, God. She was also... She was another one of them David Lynch people. Oh, you know, I did not know that Rue McIntyre was in this, by the way. Like, I just saw oh, it. Oh, yes. I did not recognize her that young. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she wasn't all that young even then. But No, oh, but, God. I mean, I saw the show Reba for so long. Oh, yeah. I used that Reba right. and not, like, her voice. Now it kicks. I'm like, her voice sounded not real like out of place. Not like hairdo Reba. But, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> she did have some... She had, she had some big old hair. She made choices in her career. I, this she is did. a really inexplicable one, though. I'm not this, sure why I think this decided. is an inexplicable I, move for yeah. everyone. Yeah, well, I mean, Michael Gross is just like, okay, I'm com- I'm coming off a series. I need money. So, okay, so, well, let's, let's jump into the deets. Right, we'll, deets. We'll hit it. Uh, so, Tremors, 1990, we said that. Directed by Ron Underwood. I, should, <laughs> I have so many stories about all these fucking people. Uh, Ron Underwood is... The, he went on to direct City Slickers. Good. <laughs> uh, and a couple of other things. He did Mighty Joe Young later in the oh 90s. Oh, my God, he directed Heart and Soul. Yes. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, he's it's, actually it's, pretty it's good. Really that is Robert Downey Jr. Yes, it's Robert Downey Jr. where the four people die on a bus oh. and they haunt him. And one of them's Elizabeth uh, Shue. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They are. It's such a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh. No, he actually was really good. And then somewhere in the early aughts, <laughs> he got hired to do the Adventures of Pluto Nash, and <gasps> that killed his career. Oh my, he's just yeah. a TV director. He now. does TV now. Yeah. Um, he's obviously pretty this, good. He a does lot of TV episodes so of Agents of Shield. Wow, he did five episodes of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. So he's he works still, but he don't do feature films no more. No, <laughs> nobody wants to give him money. Pluto Nash, well, Pluto kidding? Nash killed him. I mean, Pluto Nash killed everyone. He has done like every Pluto major Nash TV show. Eddie though. Murphy's career and nothing of value was lost. 
Oh my god. Um, so written by uh, Brent Maddock and S.S. Wilson. And S.S. Wilson wrote Wild Wild West. Yeah, they both rewrote the script for Wild Wild West at the behest Wild of John Wild Peters. West. Oh my god. So I I love Wild Wild West because it's in, horrible in, in <laughs> a very ironic hipster yeah, way. Like well, exactly. it's super it's so ironic. Bad. I couldn't I couldn't it, I love it because it's uh, bad. So yeah. but prior prior to this they had written Short Circuit <gasps> and Batteries Not Included. Oh, that Batteries, movie is sad. Batteries Not Included. I love they, both of those oh, movies. I love Short Circuit. I don't know I, what it is Short about heartwarming okay. robot movies, so, but that's my favorite. By thing. the way, going back and watching Short Circuit is the most awkward, like, oppressive, racist experience. Yeah. Fisher Stevens' like, character does yeah. not age so no, well. No, he does not age. And even, like, Johnny Five's lines, when you listen, you actually listen to it now and you're like, oh, God, this is... I love this movie, but we should let it die. Yeah. We should yeah. let everyone forget this movie happened. Yeah. I did Especially like, Ali Sheedy. All I, of it. No, she's so this is this is my digression that I'm going to take. That's fine. Okay. Um, that movie, Batteries Not Included, uh-huh. things like Escape from Alcatraz, the remake. Mm-hmm. Things like that, or Witch Mountain, Escape from Witch Mountain, so I'm thinking uh, of actually. Yeah. The remake of that. There was this weird thing in like the early to mid, kind of into the late 90s, mm-hmm. where there was a lot of like weird technology urbanized yeah. that I was super into as a child. Oh, yeah. Like, I was, like, obsessed with these movies. So when I think about them now, I'm like, I've spent so much time on them, and now... I spent so much time, I don't even have nostalgia anymore. I burned through my nostalgia. <laughs> really? Yeah. You know what? Don't try to watch Batteries Not Included. Exactly. No. It's no. I just remember it's it like being It's like Cocoon so with robots. Set. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, cocoon. Cocoon. And I, you know what? I can still the take Cocoon. Cocoon is fine. I Bill Paxton is fantastic. That, yeah. that, that Michael Cimbello song oh, in, in Cocoon yes. is great. I, Cocoon works because, you know, it's still old people. There's a point where Batteries Not Included, it's like... Yeah. Oh, it's so sad though. Like Cocoon I still, two was my childhood self is still crying about batteries not included. Like yes. I've not gotten like, over did, it. Did those oh people really God. get to keep their home? I mean, I, <laughs> that, I don't think that was ever resolved. No, no that because they, they tied a they bunch just of got robots. Yay! They tied a bunch of balloons to it and then sailed away to South America. I know. Um, so the other thing that's worth pointing out about the writers um, after this, they their credits are basically all of the rest of the Tremors movies until Tremors five. They didn't write five. No, Universal fired them. Um, so I wonder not, why. not only did they write, but they also took turns directing two, three, and four. So, oh like, my God. so they, they wrote Ghost Dad with Bill Cosby. Yes, they did. Does anyone remember that movie? I never you, saw it, but oh I remember my, that it existed. I saw it. I saw it. It was I terrible. Yeah. Oh my God. Bill Cosby. Okay. Here's, here's the bad I Bill Cosby movie. I, six. I did too. I liked oh. it the first time. Oh, God. I liked it when oh, I, I was boy. I was young and I didn't know better. Yeah, well. It's not good. It's don't not try to watch it. I don't it's, understand. It's another so bad it's delicious. What? It's actually so bad it's bad. Yeah, I also bad. love that these people have a screenplay called Marine Mammals that appears to have never been made into a movie, but it just exists. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Um, starring Kevin Bacon, naturally. Fred Ward. Um... What else has Fred Ward even been in? Fred Ward was in um, everything. Really? Oh, no, he he did this one HBO movie. I only know him really from this. Damn it, damn it. I don't have my. Phone. Oh, really? He's been in eighty-eight movies. Oh wow, he's um, been around for a while. Moving on while this goes, a uh, Finn Carter, um, Michael Gross from Family Ties. Oh my god. The fun the fun fact about him is he literally turned reported to set to begin work less than twenty four hours after the wrap party for uh, for Family Ties. Wow. So, like. Okay. 
Andy, I can tell you in a sentence while you don't know about Fred Ward's career. Okay. He is in the kind of comedies that you would never see. <laughs> we have Corky Romano, Joe Dirt, Summer Catch. I actually did see Joe Dirt. Road Trip. I didn't even hate Joe Dirt. I actually weirdly liked I it. I hate you for that. It's fine. Uh, yeah. He was I, on... I, I know that it's bad, yeah. but I still kind of liked it. What is... The, he was in Naked Gun, 33 and a Third. Oh, God damn. I can't even yeah. watch the first one of those anymore. Exactly. He's, his career is like being this. This is why yeah. I know him. Because well, there's one yeah. movie of his that I really, really... He, Cast the Deadly Spell. I don't there know. There it is. Yeah, he's it. good, but he's just... He's a weird guy to just show up in a movie. He, he's actually probably my favorite thing about this movie. Oh, and he plays... Um, and there's the, a lot that I love The about United it. States yeah. of Tara. He plays Tara's dad, <laughs> who comes and visits, and Tara ends up pissing on him in the bed and making him think he is incontinent. Oh. It's a whole storyline. <laughs> I like oh. this idea. Um, but, you know, he, he can still hit it. He's, he's yeah. Well, he, maybe not now. He aged. He, he could not, hit it then. He didn't age poorly, but he didn't age attractively. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, at, the, at the time that this movie was made. Yeah, great. He was marvelous. All in. All in. Uh, yep. Yep. Um, Reba McIntyre. Huh. Um, <laughs> in her first film role. Is this really her first role? It's yeah. her first film role. You know, I got to give her credit. She did a good job. Yeah. She did mostly a good job. She was a great gun-toting bitch. I there love were these, her. There was these... Um, I think it's actually the Here, first line... Here, this one. Yeah. Oh it's, it's the second... It's it's not the first line she says in the film, but it's like there's a scene when when they're like checking out like a little piece of the monster that's hitched on the back of their truck. They have these two cutaway shots to her. She just did not... Dead she was just face. like, she's Yeah. Like, yes. She has no... She has no like... <laughs> acting ability yeah, she was right. just being herself but she my, was there because she was popular you know, at the time and she was on the soundtrack so. my my yeah. backup line for the opening would have been damn it don't use the elephant gun you know like, <laughs> right. i just love her for those uh, moments of right. like yes um just a couple other people victor wong yes big trouble in little china but um, so you don't want to know where i know victor wong from this is terrible you can say the golden child aren't you no because i love that movie too that movie uh, is its uh, own special uh, place uh, i want the night but, um, <laughs> um no no he did this movie called three ninjas <laughs> oh my god no i hated that movie I, so bad i love that because movie maybe as a child because i'm older than you I, yeah i was the right age i actually didn't know if either of you would know these movies oh i know these movies oh, okay I was I living with my ex and his little brother. And I did not yes. watch Three Ninjas. Time, so yes, I There's no reason to. No. Like, yeah. But just the fact that it's a movie called Three Ninjas and they got a Chinese guy. They did. Three white kids <laughs> with white parents and he is their grandpa. Yeah. That is never yeah. fully explained. And he's how, Chinese. Yeah. How his... Mom was adopted. Yeah, exactly. How his genes would have passed into them. But mm. yeah, no. Uh, I just, magic. I, lightning magic. Ninja magic. Yes. Like Egg Shen. Pretty much. Yeah. My favorite moment, though, is I. the reason I knew it was him is I. he walked on set and I went, oh my God, he has that lazy eye. It's that guy from Three Ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's a really sharp oh. guy and he's a lot of fun in this movie. Yeah, he's, he's a great actor. Um, he's, he also, is, he's wonderful. He also he was a journalist. Like, he was... He had. He didn't just have to act. He had. He had other shit going on. He well, was really good. Smart guy. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. Always the little girl from Jurassic Park is, is in it. Charlotte Stewart uh, is the aforementioned Miss Beetle from the Little House on the Prairie. Mm. She's in it. Um, a whole lot of other people. Adrian. Something is the girl from Jurassic World Park. I forget her. I don't recall her name. Yeah. I didn't, this is where I started going just like a whole bunch of people who were like, who show up in genre movies and yeah. almost all of them came back for the sequels yeah. because yeah. what else did they have going on? It's right. true. I mean, yeah. I don't know that girl, you know, Three Ways to Sunday from Jurassic Park, but right. I saw her and went, hey, that's the little girl from Jurassic Park who hacks yeah. into the, 
that strange version of Linux that no one realized was real until like right. 15 years later. Uh, right. uh, uh. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, Newman. Ugh. Newman. <laughs> I was just going to say, there's some, some some poor choices went into the making of Jurassic Park. So I love Jurassic Park. I, at the time, I became obsessed with dinosaurs for about five years, bought like oh, yeah. 3,000 dinosaur toys, knew the name of every dinosaur. Of like I was that, I, was me. that was me in the 80s. When Alex <laughs> obsesses about things, yeah. he obsesses. Yeah. Um, that was, oh, I did that, that too with dinosaurs in the that 80s. That was literally me, yeah, before... That that was that was how they shit. They got yeah. me into the theater to see Hell Baby Secret of the Lost Legend. Oh god. Ooh. I saw oh, that was that awful. um that what was it? Something Rex movie that Whoopi Goldberg was in. Oh dear God. Oh, Theodore yes, Rex. Yes, yes. We've already discussed this one. I, I know, know, I just we love have. it. I love Whoopi Goldberg. I can't. <laughs> that is a movie that should Goldberg. be discussed. <laughs> okay. In very, very sad tones. That's an our, our parody Hush podcast tones. where we do like Shazam as a horror movie and then we do Theodore oh, Rex as a horror movie. <laughs> Um, so, Andy, do you have a plot for us? I have a plot. Yeah, plots. This is another one of those movies where just a lot of things happen. It's <laughs> like, so if I, if I'm rattling on, just tell me, and I'll I'll, I'll skip I ahead. I will interrupt you. You know we will. Yeah, because there's, um, <laughs> there's better that way. It's just yeah. a lot of moving parts, and this is not a dense character drama. This is like stuff happens. This is Shakespearean. <laughs> no, this is. This is like that one of those Shakespeare plays that no one performs for very good reasons, right? Because Aww. it's bad, and because it's a comedy. I still love it. Okay, okay, so synopsis: the film, um, my favorite opening to a film in a long time. The film literally just begins with Kevin Bacon pissing into a canyon. I know. Um, there, there is a surprising amount of like discussion about piss in this movie. There is. Yeah, you're right. Actually, because yeah. it just keeps coming. It's one of those things that just keeps coming up, and you're like, okay, guys, like this isn't you no know, freaking Tom Hanks is in this movie. We don't got to watch him piss. Right. You know, you know do about we that, have right? to watch Tom Hanks piss? Oh, think about every Tom Hanks movie. He pisses he on screen in every one. He does. Castaway, League of Their Own. Yep. Green Mile. Green Mile. Big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has a thing. Just like Tom Cruise has to run full front, full out in every movie. Because Tom Cruise is a delightful human being with some seriously deep kinks. I'm just saying, it's well, pretty much headcanon that, that he makes is a in lot the water more sense sports. than right. that makes a lot more sense than Rob Zombie's <laughs> insistence that there has to be an eight minute long shot in every movie. Or his wife, yes. Or, or his, his wife. Or his wife. <laughs> yeah, Sherry Moon is a much worse kink than any of these things. Jesus, <laughs> Sherry Moon is a kink that needs to be shamed. We are shaming Sherry God Moon as a right. kink. Yeah. Oh so, any listeners, if she... Sherry Moon Zombie is your kink. You also probably have a kink for humiliation, so we are shaming you. And you also, so you well, you know. if you have a kink for Sherry Actually, Moon Zombie, you're too busy masturbating to the dark crystal to listen to our podcast. Yes, I'm just throwing this out there, though. For, for Ben, one of our, our most devoted listeners, we know you loved 31, and we're so sorry for you. Uh, we appreciate your opinions. Please keep listening. Please keep telling us we're wrong. And we are kink shaming you for loving that we movie, just so you know. Um, so, yeah, it starts with the go. pissing. Keep starts going. With the, keep going. Um, after so, Valentine, Val McKee, and Earl Bassett, Kevin Bacon, and Fred Ward, respectively, are a couple of odd job men in and around the tiny desert settlement of Perfection, Nirvana. Population, not fucking Nirvana? many. Yeah, they're they're gay lovers, right? And are Val is just weirdly, bisexual. No, maybe. There's a certain... There's, this they're was a long in a time, poly open relationship where they're sure. both bi. This was a long yeah. time before Brokeback Mountain. But I have yeah. a feeling if this movie were to be made today... There will be there will be some some proper sexual yeah. tension. Those, those two are bro jamming all over the place. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just like it's just it's one of those things. They had to do rock, rock paper scissors to see who was going to be the bottom that night. Right, exactly. Yeah, and whose turn is it in the barrel? Guess who always loses? 
<laughs> no. Um, yeah. no, this is totally that thing from the 90s where there was like bromances everywhere, but we didn't talk about it. Yeah. No one wanted to bring it up because we were also we were also terrified of talking about gay things. Yeah. So like no one wanted to bring it up, but like this is like uh, Jay and Silent Bob, yeah. these guys, Bill and Ted, right. Harold and Kumar come from this. Like, mm, so many movies later, were... Yeah. yeah. Well, they're later, but they came from this. So much jizz. It's funny that you keep mentioning Bill and Ted is that actually Pansy Division did have a song called Bill and Ted's Homosexual Adventure. Exactly. And <laughs> I totally shipped them. I am yeah. 100% on board that these guys are both bi- Open poly. Yep. Like they're going to live together and have a good relationship they and are. they can date whoever else they want. Actually, exactly. I'm, I'm even just kind of going Which with Which is them. why Val is allowed to have that list of things he requires in a woman that he'll never actually achieve. Because he's getting the D on a regular exactly. from, yes. uh, from Earl. Yeah. So you're right. They're head cannon. Head cannon. And non bi erasure. I'm letting them be. Exactly. Bi. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. they can still like girls. Yeah. They yeah. obviously like the one seismologist. Yeah, they both actually did had they, a. They kind of did. The, uh, More Fred Ward, <clears throat> though. Well, they, yeah. Even though Val gets her a little bit at the end, maybe yeah. that was. That I was, also feel like she's just gonna Eiffel Tower. She might love her that, science more. That was actually that, was, that, that scene, that kiss at the end, yeah. and the couple of things that sort of hinted a relationship between Val and Rhonda. Mm-hmm. That shit was added in after the fact in reshoots because the movie tested. They hard, they hard. showed it. They showed it to test audiences, and test audiences were angry that they didn't get together. Because he oh, has yeah. to get the girl. Exactly. You know, that is, this is the, the pinnacle of like everything is a romance. Right. Yeah. God Which is, uh, uh, but, um, anyway, so yes, Odd Job in Perfection Nevada. Again, uh, actually, I made the joke population, not fucking many. There is a shot of a sign that says population 14. Is it 14 or Four, 17? 14. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. Uh. This movie <laughs> has the death of the American small town written all over it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is like the death of Route 66. Yeah. Yeah. They, this feels like one of those Route 66 towns that, like, they are holding on. Well, it yeah. used to be, like, a, a little mining settlement, basically. Yeah. And so they're, like, they're geographically isolated. There's, like, mountains on two sides, a canyon on the third side, and the right. fourth side has the one road in and out of town, That's which true. does play into the plot. Yeah. Um, yeah, that so, you couldn't just go around. So um, Val and Earl are on their way back into town after a, after a hard night's working and... <laughs> But raunching under the stars. Yeah. Let's be rock, honest. Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Wait, rock, paper, scissors. Penetration. <laughs> Penetration, Nevada. Um, uh, on the way back into town, they meet up with Rhonda LeBeck, uh, a grad student who is doing seismological research. Um, oh. And you know that she's a student because they do that that nineties thing where they try to make her look ugly by like putting like white sun goo on her nose oh, and yeah, giving her frumpy hat, a sun hat. Yeah, um, it's okay. You know, what makes her unattractive. Her wooden acting. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. Like this cardboard. Is, this is not an actor's acting. movie. It's a, no, it is not. But other people act. Fair she enough. never rises to just that base level of like, mm. I know how to read lines off a page. Yeah, she I want to know who she I'm is pretty sure the they were cue cards off camera. Like, just read. Yeah. We can just get you to say the words. Yeah, please, please <laughs> just say that. That gets the movie out. So Rhonda, Rhonda mentions that she's been noticing some unusual seismic activity recently. And Val completely fails to hit it off with her despite encouragement from Earl. Um, so they get back to town, do a bunch of shitty jobs, tired of their shit. Literally. Tired of their shiftless <laughs> lives. They turn down a job with free beer and hit the road for the nearest town, Bixby. Along the way, they discover the body of one Edgar Deems, who apparently climbed an electrical tower and stayed up there until he died of dehydration. I just- you know, after like, Day hour four, I would have been like, "Fuck it, eat me." So this is care. this is the point where we talk about the fact that if he had died from dehydration, he would have fallen off. He wasn't yeah. against. He anything. was he was belted to it. He died himself. 
Yeah. He still would have fallen. Like, he was in a sitting position as if he died Well, seated. he fell forward. Not really. He was straight up. Still he was rigored. Yeah. But you, it takes time after death to do that. So he would have first gone limp and fallen. Yeah. <laughs> he might have been hanging from the thing, stiff as a board at this point. But he wouldn't have still had his knees bent and his arm holding the gun. Like, rigor isn't like an immediate after death yeah. thing. Genre film logic. Yeah. Hey. Um, so, um, yeah. Meanwhile, Rhonda records more unusual seismic activity. There's a lot of shots of her just like staring at, staring at, staring at freaking yeah. seismographs. Um, as local rancher Old Fred is killed from below by an unseen force. Oh, poor Old Fred. Um, Val and Earl on their way out of town for the second time after returning the body of Edgar Deems. They find the slaughtered remains of Fred and his livestock and then head back into town a third time so that they can call the police. Those poor sheep. <laughs> However, the phone lines are dead, so they go back on the road to Bixby again. Uh, there's the first 20 minutes of this movie is basically them just going back and forth, them and back and forth. wasting the gas in a truck that is not <laughs> gas efficient. Well, they're, yeah, basically trying what they're doing is reasonable due diligence to yeah. to explain why they can't just leave. Yeah. So it's like boom, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. No, wait, I really care about these people. OK, we get it. You and can it still is, move away. And interspersed with that, there are a whole lot of really fun gags of yeah. like. Um, the jackhammer moving through the asphalt and, mm-hmm. you know, the station wagon getting dragged under the sand. Right. Um, yeah, giving you the, the hints of what the monsters are. Right. I, I appreciate A that. lot of really yeah. fun, fun gags like and that. a lot so of it, fun, practical effects. Yeah, so it doesn't, it doesn't drag, but it is essentially, they just go back and forth a whole yeah. bunch. Yeah, I, um, uh, preview of my impending haiku, uh, <laughs> I almost wanted the last line to just be, get the fuck out, dumb shit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they can't call the cops. Uh, the The road out of town is eventually blocked by a rock slide caused when the underground creatures kill a pair of road workers. Um, We're just doing yeah. some extra work on right. that one road. On that one road. Ooh, one road. What, what yeah. city's uh, taxes are paying for that road work? I don't even know. Not, yeah. not this town. Everyone yeah. in this town is independently wealthy, of course, except for... Apparently. Except for the guy running the, the, the Val store. and uh, Val no, he is clearly very independently wealthy because he knows how to fucking work people. Yeah, he knows how to charge yeah. people for everything. He will nickel and dime you to death. Who is he going to charge people for shit? No one goes to this I town. Know. What I love about this is like there are seventy people in town. They all know his gig. He made at least nine bucks <laughs> from that snake thing. They yeah. get later. Like he, he got some money doing nothing from people who should know better. <laughs> people who like they saw it come in. Well, no, no, no. Now we have to take out take away the fifteen bucks for selling it. Oh, yeah. but we only saw nine. We don't know right. how much he might have made. True. Otherwise, True. there Probably was a lot of much. time. He had already hit everybody <clears throat> in town, and nobody yeah. else came in. I, yeah. Well, you never know. He probably could have weaseled out. Another everybody picture. else was dead. Yeah, or about to be dead. Um, at, at some point while they're driving back and forth, I'm gonna just condense like a motherfucker. So they're, <laughs> while they're driving back and forth, a uh, a big kind of snake like thing grabs onto the axle of their truck, which hangs them up. Um, Val guns it, eventually tearing it free. They get back to perfection. That's going to hurt the axle, Val. <laughs> they have to argue because yeah. they argue about everything. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they have that kind of relationship. They they get back to town and they realize that this gigantic snake creature is latched yeah, onto the axle. What the hell is that? And um, I don't get it. What is it? With the orange blood. Yeah. Yeah. So then. Like, so Like it bleeds Tang. Yeah. And that's. Oh, my God. Is that where Tang comes from? No. We can't kill these creatures. <laughs> we need Tang. 
<laughs> I love Tang. Tang is delicious. But no, that's not where yeah. it comes from. So uh, that's that's about as, as far as I was gonna get. Uh, yeah, that's they get they get back to town. Everybody they they spend everyone gathers. <laughs> everyone gathers. Uh, Bert Gummer, the it's local survivalist man. conspiracy theorist. Do you remember nineteen nineties when conspiracy theorists were just like cute and funny and and ha ha? Yeah, before and, they became, and when they were just like and now they're solo fucking by president. themselves. Yeah. Well, uh, what I love is just they were living elsewhere. They were doomsday preppers. We just didn't call that. They just got to live in their little. They were just eccentric. Yeah. And yeah, they just bought five years worth of food. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Well, I mean, they they fully expect to live in that bunker for five years, waiting I everything, know, waiting yeah. for everything else else outside to die. But that's not five years is not going to stop anything. No, it's still going to be radioactivity. Yeah, <laughs> they're still going to become the hills yeah. have eyes people. Yeah, pretty much. And then rape Buffalo Bill. Oh, poor Buffalo Bill. So the one thing I appreciate, <laughs> one thing I do appreciate about this whole section of the movie, um, is that they waste no time on on trying to convince anybody that this shit's real. Right, they don't they waste. Don't. They waste none of time on that. They're like, "Oh, look, here's this giant snake thing that held my truck back, and I yeah. had to rip it out of whatever it is, um, whatever." And, y- and yeah, oh, they do. Oh, they, that's real. Poke, they poke, do waste poke. a certain amount of time going back and forth and back and forth. And but every time they go out, they discover another body, and there's another another great yeah. gag and another. Yeah, attack, they, and it's fun. They and and they they do firmly establish that these people, uh, these two guys, don't want to leave. They they have to leave, but yeah. they don't want to. And because this is they also do care about the people. And, like, this is the first 22 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Like, this movie does not... It, it It's paced, I think, really well. It's paced really... It moves fast. And there's none of that checkoff bullshit. Uh, there's a little bit. Mm. Um, it's mostly mostly little... Like, Earl's whole themes about, you know, you, you gotta have a plan. Right. You know, that that's... that. that I mean, that's just a recurring theme through the whole damn show. Yeah. Um, as but, far as... Yeah, nothing was really set up for them to accomplish later... Yeah, they kind of just they end up playing off tropes that later, like you yeah. know, though they were so poor they tied the water thing up with a bandana, and that right. leads into what happens. You know, yeah. there's a lot of little things that they right. end up fixing along the way, and it's right. the same way that like the the movie is basically just openly mocking the shit out of uh, Michael Gross and Reba McIntyre's oh, totally. characters, totally. But, more Michael Gross than Reba. I, I but then, in, but then in the end, in the end, they actually do they you know. Yeah, they, they are the through. reason that everyone lives. Right. Exactly, and so that's that's kind of fun. Uh, that, but at least know. we get the we get the introductions to the town folks. Oh, here's a little girl who's obsessed with a pogo stick. Yay! Yeah. And here's her. I mom. love she has yeah she has her big earphones on um, yep. with her sunglasses. Uh-huh. She just pogos. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. I think it's I think it's it's pretty <clears throat> it's a pretty efficient first twenty minutes it considering is. how much it, it gets is. Done. You know, there's for bringing us from zero to sixty with about seventeen people. Yeah. It did a good job of just being like, here's everyone, go, go, go. And yep. and killing like a solid six or seven of them. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Killing off a good selection of them. It's also one of those things where I really want to be like, I don't understand the economy of this town. No, not at all. I don't either. Because how, how from how the are, one lady who's apparently of these a actually eating. I yeah, that I just I, I very much am like, I don't understand where their money is coming from, yeah. where the money that Val and Earl get goes. Yeah. Why they're still getting hired. If there's only 17 people, they have to run out of jobs for them to do, right? Right. Like, at some point, there's just no more construction jobs in this town. Right. There's no more septic tank. the doctor and his wife were building their own house. Why would they want to build a house out there? Because they're idiots. Because they didn't want to live in their mobile home forever. Who's that, too? I mean, 
I guess if you're going to live in a tiny little one one wide, you know, silver trailer mobile home, and you can build your own house yeah. in retirement, might as well build your own house. I guess. But damn, that's just yeah. Oh, honey, we're expecting the cinder blocks tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> she said that all sexy like. I'm like, stop. Oh, that, stop. Was, stop. that was fucking beef bash. <laughs> yeah, I know. I also what. <laughs> crop can you possibly grow in sand in Nevada? I don't know that they're grow. Are they growing? The farmer, was the farmer who, who he had was his legit. Who was the farmer? He was, um, he was the, the farmer that died. Got sheep. like sucked in. Was he farming? He was he raising was, sheep. He no, he had a little farm. Oh. It looked like some kind of sprouty vegetable, like oh. radishes, potatoes. Type I just went thing. straight to rancher. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it was irrigation, but he's not a very jolly rancher. No, no not a jolly rancher at all. Well, they he, did. He was did, a sour apple they did jolly have, They did actually have kind of like a little, like an aqueduct kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. but still, what grows in sand? Oh, I don't know. Nothing. Like this. That I mean, you're asking me about agriculture. That, that's one of those things where I'm like, this is not a thing that you See, would use to. Black. I don't grow things with my hands, but I at least understand <laughs> the concept of what sand is and right. how it has no nutrients for exactly. things to grow. So his little, like, they weren't in dirt, and we got a lot of pictures of it. Yeah. This this movie was entirely dirt. What are you doing, podcast? <laughs> Just Sh- um, gone insane. Having the best gone time. Meth. Insane. Podcast. You know, I don't think she's been in my stash, so. Your meth stash? Not a meth stash, no. But Andy says meth, and you go, I don't think she was in my stash. <laughs> no, no, but I, I do understand that pot does the same thing to cat, things to cats as catnip, so I don't think... Doesn't that, like, that. whack them out and make them, like, look at their hands? They and do that, too. They talk do, about... They if, do the rips. And then they... and then they, Luffy is a dog, What that was yeah. Pluto. And then they start, right. like, following the band Fish around. <laughs> that's when the... Or the, Dave Matthews. Yeah, that's when they just start... Let's see, yeah, Dave Matthews was my favorite too. That's when he was like... Hey Bob, can you can you pirate me some Dave Matthews? <laughs> it's it's the people's music, so that's why we can pirate it. Um, <laughs> okay, but we get out of this. I'm gonna take you to see Dave Matthews. <laughs> I have the munchies so bad right mm-hmm. now. I really don't. I'm actually No, your cat does though. My cat, however, yes. Oh, fucking <laughs> She's gone insane. She does this and every week. She, she does. She builds up energy. I think this is just Really exciting for her. All of us sitting in here and talking right. so much. Yeah, I've lived here. It's a very quiet place most of it the is. time. So, yes, it is. <laughs> all of this energy happening. She, like, she oh picks my, up on oh it. Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, she's still super cute. Listeners, you'll you probably never see Bob's cat unless you are the people who know us, which is all of our listeners. So, you probably have seen Bob's cat. Um, super cute. Listen, listeners from France and Australia, I probably don't know them. I mean, you potentially could potentially know people could. in France. Yeah. And I guess if you met people in Japan or the Philippines who went to Australia, you could know them too. Awesome. Bob, don't misunderstand your world traveling. <laughs> I think of the three of us, you may have been to the most continents. Probably. I don't know about your traveling, so Pretty you could prove me wrong. I have never, I mean, I've never been out of the country. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, I got two, so if you've yeah. done two, I've been to the I West Coast a couple South, times. I haven't been to South America, Antarctica, or um, Africa. I've been to the Kings. I would love or to go Australia, to Africa. Actually. Oh, I would love to go to... I don't want to go to Australia. I want to go to Australia, there. but I understand that everything there will kill me. See, I don't, except I'm, an assault rifle. I'm not, I'm not even worried about that, because <laughs> I'm not going to go into the parts of Australia where there are wild things. True, there's that. Yeah. I'm going to stay in the towns and yeah. be in nice air-conditioned spaces. Exactly. Yeah. But... In the hotel. I just... There's nothing about their food or culture or people 
that it compel me to spend the money to travel there. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much it. So, like, anywhere else I can think of, I want to experience their culture or taste their food or yeah. see their people. In Australia, I'm like, Australia. Australians are fine. I don't have a thing against them, but I'm not, like, excited All about them. All of those things do kind of hit me, and though. And Vegemite, I'm never going to get near for any reason. It's not that bad. I don't care what you have to say. <laughs> I've, I've, you I've, also liked those weird fried octopus balls that were horrific. Takoyaki? <laughs> Takoyaki but is wonderful. I, I don't think Dude, in general it's awesome. bad, but the one they had at Bonchon was so terrible when I tried it. <laughs> anyway. Okay, movie. so back to the movie. Are we, yeah, are we just, are we, um, <laughs> Fal and Earl then set out for Bixby again on horseback. Uh, and discover that the doctor and his wife have also been torn to pieces. Well, they discover the station wagon buried in the ground. Uh, yeah. Fun fact: the song that is playing on the on the radio when they dig them up is a real song called "Drop Kick Me Jesus Through the Goalposts of Life." Um, yeah, I knew that. Is, is Reba singing that? That is not Reba. I feel like she would. <laughs> no, By the way, is, that was a that's one of those seventies country songs. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. This is just for you, Andy. When you said "In the Ground," all I could think of was the opening bus driver uh, song from Cuso. That literally like started popping uh, in my head. I've actually been listening to Bus Drivers, uh, other stuff. His 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 albums in the last like, recent weeks. Um, there's one. The, uh, there's an older one that is not as good, although the single from it's fantastic. It's called oh. Imaginary Places. Okay, it's really good. And then the, the the album that he did after that one is called Perfect Hair. Mm-hmm. That whole album is insanely. Is good. it all like that kind of spoken jazz? Uh, not really. Okay. No, it's 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 more it's more conventional song structures. Okay. Um, especially on Perfect Hair, there's kind of that sort of adult swimmy, floaty musical stuff going on. But his his his, his lyrics are always that sharp. Though. That's precious. Let's talk about the movie. <laughs> I was really excited about Bus Drivers too. Well, this was really good. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. This is. This is <laughs> I'm sorry. You just you you got me on a tangent that I'm down for. Like, yeah. check them out. They're really good. I'll play. I'll play. Uh, I'll play them for you later. Um, so. They ride on, but are thrown from their horses when the snake creatures attack. Uh, they because f- horses are all fucking tremors. Yeah, they. Um, <laughs> just, this movie has a lot of animal death. It does for horses? Oh. Think that, wait, who else dies apart from the horses? There was lots another, of lambs. Oh yeah, sheep. Lots of sheep. Die. Yeah, but that's that's a common though. That this is a monster movie. It's a monster movie. It's yeah, very cattle are gonna die. It's very. It came from the desert or mm. them. It came from the desert was the video game version. Um, <laughs> Um, all that wasted wool. Keep going. (laughs) Poor Brooks Brothers. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) Um, as they're fleeing on foot, they witness that uh, the little snake creatures are actually a the tongue of a gigantic sandworm straight out of fucking Dune. Um, Or Beetlejuice. Yeah. Oh, you know, just big and pebbly and complete with that weird like try lower jaw thing. Yeah. 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 And no actual visible throat. Yeah. Nah. Which is a very common practical thing that mm. always kind of gets me. Yeah. I can accept it, and it really doesn't bother me. But the same way I look at it every time. That's the same thing with uh, uh, Little Shop of Horrors, where I'm like, you have yeah. no visible throat. Where does yeah. this food go? It's just all <laughs> mouth. Yeah, it's yeah. like I know it's going somewhere, but. Yeah. <laughs> so as they are uh, as they're fleeing, they find themselves trapped in this concrete aqueduct thing. You I got think no that's idea. What it is. It's just sort of there, this trench that's lined with concrete. Which exists, I think, only so that they have something to fall into, and so the giant worm can run into it headfirst at full speed, killing itself uh, in a very pleasingly messy kind of manner. 
Yeah, uh, it's the ravine from Curve, that short we watched. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, which then inspires uh, inspires Kevin Bacon to utter the film's single F-bomb. Yeah, PG-13. Thank you, PG-13. PG-13. Uh, and actually, there's uh, there's another scene later in the movie where I would swear they ended up ADRing in non-fuck-laden dialogue. They, they, they add a lot of curse words. They, they just, do. like, they walk right around fuck. They, like, yeah. they, they, they step to the side and they skip it and they do yeah. every other word. My, my, <laughs> There's my, a lot of fudging. My, my personal <laughs> favorite is actually the, uh, when they catch Bert on the radio and Bert has just killed one of the, has just killed one of the worms on his own right. and that's a reversal and you think he's dead and he comes back on the radio and is like, we got that mother humper! Yeah. And there's a great line after that to be advised there are two more mother humpers. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's a great line and it's ADR right the fuck in and you can see it on his yeah. lips. He is saying motherfuckers. Yep. It, he absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. So I they, feel like Kevin Bacon went back and was like I get to say the fuck. Well, I think it actually is more just I think they shot this and then realized that they were probably going to have a better result if they Yeah, made nothing it a else more about this movie would yeah. need to be R. Nothing at all. Nothing so at all. It, it made it's, sense. It's yeah. not bloodless, but the blood that's there is fairly restrained, and there's a lot of gooey the, slime yeah, stuff. There's that, lots of orange. The gooey right. gore is monster, and it's, it's not human. And it's so. it's every bit as pleasing as watching blood flow, but it's it's disgusting in a fun way. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's total PG thirteen goodness. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, as as a PG thirteen film, as something to like say introduce kids to horror. It's not bad. No, no. Again, it's just a it's just a good time monster movie for me. Yeah. Like I, I don't... this is one of the movies, and I know you hate the saying. This is one of the movies where I shut my brain off. Yeah. And just watch, just kind of let it wash over and through me. Yeah. I never shut my brain off. That's why even even as I'm watching this, I'm like I'm I'm gauging, I'm clocking how, like how they got this shot. Here's the full size model of the big of the big worm creature. Here's where they're using the puppet. Here's right. where they're doing this. Here's where, like, that scene where the horse gets brought down by one of the snake creatures yes. is, is terrible 50s B-movie where they just oh, yeah. they just wrapped the thing around the horse and we're like, hey, horsey, lay down. Yeah, and, and yeah they, pretty much. And they just, they did it with an edit. Yeah. Um, there's one scene later on where Kevin Bacon is, like, hitting one of the big snakes with, like, a pickaxe or something like that. And you can see that it's not even a half-size scale model. No, yeah. They shoot things from below a whole bunch. They never yeah. do my favorite monster movie trope, which is the... The puppet can't move, so we have to continue <laughs> yes. to go toward it and back from it and they, toward it and back from it. Well, in this yeah. case, they got around that by just having the puppet appear from under the ground yeah. where they are. Exactly. Very smart. Yeah. Very, very smart. That's my favorite, like, bad horror and trope really where the you're only like, time you see the oh, full yeah. thing is when they dig up a dead one. Yeah. They actually well, yeah. had to build They actually had to build a full one just for that. Yeah, and know? they cut it. They cut to it to, like, the best, like... Oh, jump cut. I've just dug this out that we don't have to talk about why I did this. I found the ass in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And And I'm like, how did you manage to dig that far? You weren't really in that. Yeah. And honestly, that that, that would have taken him literally hours. Yeah. That's why it's just a jump. It's just, you know. It is jump cut. Yeah. This (laughs) this movie does move quick. Um, And yet. (laughs) So uh, as they as they are contemplating the dead, uh, the dead sandworm. It's a sandworm. Come on. Yeah, it is. Um, It's a. What is it? What do they call they it? Call it graboids. They, graboids. Up, they eventually call them graboids, which is the worst possible name. Don't they like li- keep that name forever? They do. Yes, and that's where that's where I, I tried to watch the sequel, the first sequel. Oh, oh. and the constant the, use the of the show? the constant use. No, the, the Tremors two. I know. Uh, the constant use of the word graboid with apparent seriousness just made me turn it off. I'm like, okay, it, it was funny in the first movie because it was these yokels who were just dumbasses and can't Yeah, it was better. just a, like a one-off joke from yeah. Victor Wong. I actually right. did not see when he died. 
he dies uh, he, he, a little bit later. He dies when they bust into the store. Okay, I, yeah. I may have been playing the one Star Wars game on my phone at that point and not <laughs> quite keeping track of all the characters until later I was like, where did he go? He so, must have died. Let's catch up with the synopsis real quick. Um, yeah. So they're contemplating the dead sandworm. Rhonda turns up having been doing seismology shit right nearby. Of course. Because reasons. She deduces from her readings that there are actually three more of these monsters in the area. Um, speaking of which, they are attacked by another one on their way back to Rhonda's truck. They climb up onto a boulder where the sandworms can't get at them, but they realize that they can't leave because the worm can just wait them out. Right. They spend a very uncomfortable night on the rock. Then they pee. Yeah. So They take time to pee. They do. They all have to pee. So. There's a lot of... Yeah. This movie loves the smell of urine in the morning. It does. It does. Urine and sulfur, because they, keep, they mention it every once in a while, and then they forget about it for a while, and then they mention <laughs> it again. Like. <laughs> uh, and then Rhonda magically discovers these long wooden posts. She, she remembers her gymnastics career yeah, as a child. And yeah. just decides that they're going to pull vault to back to her truck from rock to rock, uh, which is... That's where my credulity completely breaks down, yeah. but I don't care because I like it anyway. What I enjoy is that... Well, they're not like trying to do the up and over pole vaulting. They're yeah, just but trying to go from those, one place to Those another. poles would have snapped. They would have. Yeah, and what's funny <laughs> about that is but they clearly had a lot of fun with that, and there were at least a couple of shots where it's just framed so perfectly. Three rocks right there, all three of them pole vaulting over oh, yeah. in, in unison. No, it, I think that shot Aww. was even sped up. It's Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it was yeah. totally like, they, they, they're, they're really bad, and then you just watch them go, boop, 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 boop. Yeah, so basically, the what they do, they <laughs> escape by means of a montage because yeah, the music really the music comes up too. Yeah, it is really, it's you know, whatever the whatever the mechanics of it. Even it's, Rocky had a montage. <laughs> they're saved by a montage. <laughs> We're uh, saved a, a by passing, a montage. A passing montage takes pity on them. It does. <laughs> <laughs> a montage was blowing through the east wind on the wings of Pazuzu and Deus Ex montage. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so they get back oh, to the poor tr- humans. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save you. It's like Jesus. I don't know how we're gonna get out of this. And the editor's like, I got it. <laughs> That's when they they did the brief sacrifice. They sacrificed an old '30s film, right. and the montage <laughs> appeared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you are shaking the entire dining room. I am a large person. <laughs> you are. <laughs> <laughs> they get back to town uh, they discuss what this thing is at which point Walter Chang the, comes up with the name Graboids oh kill me I hate that name so much yeah. I've been doing everything in my power to never refer to them as Graboids and it hurt me physically to keep referring to them as Graboids after this point in the scene. we're not sorry so this is, this is actually we're not sorry uh, this is one of those things that always <laughs> weirded me out about this movie it's called Tremors yes mm-hmm. but the creatures are Graboids I know, right? But we didn't name the film Graboids. Of course, we didn't name it Graboids because we would not be talking about. But that Graboids would give away right part now. of the plot. Actually, the original the original title for this movie, Land Shark. Oh, uh, they they originally that is a much better name. But the but problem then is they did that with another movie later on. I, well, they, well, they did House Shark. Yeah, which is a black and white movie that I need to see. They actually they actually wrote it, they wrote it as Land Shark, or Land Sharks, and then realized that there was a Saturday Night Life episode yeah. with that yeah. concept, and so they're like, we're going to get in trouble. So they yeah. call it Tremors. Tremors is a good title. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, 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 they made had, sand shots. They had to work in, as the side, oh, we've, we've passed this point, so I have to mention it. No, feel, yeah. I enjoy that the master's on her way to PhD seismology student yeah. has a very firm understanding of xenobiology. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, there's actually, they actually like play with that because at one point people keep asking her about it and she's like, why do you keep asking me? Why do you keep me? asking me? It's like, you're, you're the scientist. Sci- you're the yeah. scientist. So, I, know. I like that they kind of like They did play, that. but I just wanted to like that moment when she was like, you know, I just once in a movie and th- this has happened, but I need it to be more. I want someone to be like, I study earthquakes. Right. This is a giant worm. <laughs> what makes you think I know about the giant? Exactly. Yeah. She was just like, oh, no, based on its physiology. I'm like, bitch, what kind of like, were you like an undergraduate biology major and then you decided you liked earthquakes? Maybe. I have a master's degree I, in science. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know. like, I'm sorry, kids. Dr. Phil is not really a doctor. I mean, he is a doctor. He has a he PhD. He is a doctorate. Yeah. It's well, still a like, doctor. Not an MD. Well, Dr. Laura was, I mean, she had a doctorate. Dr. She, Laura was. She was a physiologist. A, yeah. yeah. She, she was not a, a real doctor. She in gym teaching, basically. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, they're still doctors. They're just not MDs. They're just not good. Right. Basically. <laughs> they're, they're horrible, and they managed they're to not scam, good their way, yeah. scam, their, scam their way onto the radio or television. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, go. So. Um, as the survivors of perfection gather in the storm, storm my ass. They gather in the store. <laughs> Sorry, it was a perfect storm of circumstances. Ha <laughs> uh, Of bright sunlight and sand. Uh, I, do, I know that's so weird for Nevada. I, know, right? I do Go. love movies that, though. I do love. I love horror movies that are like outside in the desert. Horror movies that happen in the daylight are fine. This is I a, enjoy this, them. this is very Fallout in I, Vegas. I actually really yeah. want to see that movie on Shutter that's been there for a while. Which one? Um, Blind Sun or Blind Sam? Sun. It's. Yeah. It's a slow burn. Yeah, um, which I love. It's kind of, it's one of those movies where I, I need to go back and watch it again. Yeah. I'm not really clear what exactly is going on. <laughs> I love oh, it. Already. Okay. But no, it's cool. It's actually a really a really good kind of vibe. Uh, did you, have you checked, there's another Shutter exclusive called Sam Was Here. Yeah, it's on my list. Watch yeah, it. Okay. it. It also is, um, again, very isolated outdoors desert. Yeah, and it's another slow burn. I, and it's, yeah, I love it's isolation good. horror. That's why I like yeah. like space horror because they're always isolated. Oh yeah, but like we can isolate people in the world. I can go for that too. Yeah, so well, this and is, fortunately in America, isolation is relatively easy to come by. Uh, I mean, but we have a lot of white. If there wide was, open space. if there was a horror movie here in like your house, you would nowhere near isolated. Right. Yeah. But when you're talking about the desert. Or the middle of a do state have, park or they the have, forest. They have deserts. There elsewhere. were 17 people in that town. They weren't <laughs> isolated. Yeah. They all knew about each other's personal lives. They really did. And they all <laughs> accepted these two were in a bi poly open relationship. <laughs> Continue with the synopsis. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> so every, basically everybody left in town except of course for Mindy the kid who's outside pogo sticking and isn't this the point when the two when Reba and gun craze guy are off hunting on their own they're yeah. off they're off they're like, off patrolling the perimeter yeah the house yeah and magically yeah. never run into the creatures yep. and end up just fine at their mansion yep. palatial underground estate exactly yeah. so the, the their their personal underground oh. Disney so the uh, <laughs> Graboids follow <laughs> follow Val, Earl, and Rhonda back to town where they attack. Um, they that's where they attack the store. The remember the fridge kicks on and they attack and bust it. And what bust, that was? Yeah, and they bust through the store and that's when they kill Walter. So I'm not even gonna lie. And he does this weird. I mean, thing. they did check off that at the beginning. Yeah, uh, yeah, but they they do this. Uh, I love. Um, Victor Wong does the, my, one of my favorite monster movie things when like he's in the mouth of the monster, like it's, it's got a hold of him and it's it's like pulling him under. And like his way of telegraphing and acting that scene is to basically just like and wave his hands. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he dies with jazz hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Spirit fingers. I just love that. 
Um, and then, yeah, Bert, Bert and Heather uh, uh, completely obliviously come back to their place. With and their then... portable satellite phone C- CB radio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Survival. And just start running that automatic you know, what was ammunition that? loader. Is that know. what that was? Actually, I think it was something to clean the shells. There's there's sand oh. sand and bullets yeah. in it. And so... They, they're cleaning they're cleaning the shelves to be refilled. Okay. Oh. Um, gun things. So I know. That, that gun things that I don't though. normally care about. But <clears throat> I just don't know, I, about I know them, of them. Like, yeah. That, that, so, that's, so that, I mean, and frankly, if I'm wrong, please tell us. I actually have friends who are, who are I don't know if they're gun people. They're gun owners. They're, <gasps> You're part of that group, Andy. Oh, no. They're like, my, we're going to have to report you to no, the they're totally, actually, No, they're totally. Uh, my grandfather had guns and he used to reload his own ammunition. Most of, time. actually, most of my friends own guns and like are. Them. Very, very destroying my vaguely funny bit. Heavily armed, <laughs> heavily armed progressives is what they're both are. destroying my vaguely funny bit about gay communism awareness. All right, continue with the plot. <laughs> um, so the craboids show up at Bert and Heather's place uh, and crash into the basement, trapping them in there, uh, which sounds bad until the camera does this little whip pan to the left and you realize that their basement is a motherfucking armory. Yeah, so many guns. All of the guns. And they got the elephant Why? rifle. Why yeah. do they need so many? And there then follows a 90-second orgy of gratuitous gunplay. Was, oh, that's why. It was kind of fun. It was um, a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's still, at the same time, like even even as they are like unloading everything, it, they're still kind of making fun of the characters a little they bit. Are. And they're both, you know, Reba and this dude who I don't know from, you know, Hole in the Wall do a great job of just very much committing yeah, and yeah. owning the fact that this is a horrible parody. Yeah. 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 Oh, they, do. they own it. And they, they totally do the do. best job with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you have to remember that Michael Gross came from Family Ties. Where he was actually Where playing... he was like the de- the Democratist Democrat that ever Democrat he was. He was, okay. he was yeah. like the... Uh, I did not watch that show, so I have no the, references for him. Yeah. He was the stereotype they, they, of the, the the aging former hippie yeah. who oh, grew okay. up to be like somebody's dad in who, the 80s. Who, who is always completely, utterly ashamed of Michael J. Yeah. Fox for being Republican. And his, yeah, his kid grew up to be a oh, crazy Reaganite right. young Republican capitalist. Okay. So that, that was the joke. I, that works better for me. I had no reference other than just he was doing a really good job of playing the stereotype. Michael Gross is a wonderful actor. Yeah, no, I liked, and um, again, I'll give her credit, Reba did a great job. Oh, yeah. yeah. I well, It was very Keanu Reeves. They cast her to be her. Yeah. And so it worked. Yeah. She didn't have to stretch at all. Right. Um, well, I don't think, yeah, I don't think Reba's ever gonna, like, she's never gonna sissy SpaceX it up, you know? Here, but have this I thing that I'm just going to rattle off all of its functions. There, There is no reason in the world why anyone should go back and watch the Reba McIntyre show. I watched it quite a bit when it was on. The I air, did. Yeah. And I actually enjoyed it whenever it was on, though I never would have sought it out. Like, when yeah. it was on, I'm like, Reba, you I have good timing. She does. She's and you, good... you are funny, and I she's like you. She's just a lot of fun yeah. to spend time she with. She is, yeah. She's got, she's got... It seems like she's a genuinely nice person. Got, yeah, I've little, always heard good things about her in yeah. reality. She's kind of spicy, a little. Yeah. She's got a little bit of a nice snarky attitude. And she's which fancy. Yeah, she's like a you know. I don't fancy. even know her politics, and I really <laughs> don't care about her politics. But I feel like she's almost like a Republican drag queen in my mind, where mm. like she's very sassy and shady and there for you, but she yeah. might be conservative because country. Mm. My immediate reaction to a country western singer, as old as she is, right. is that they are probably. Republican, yeah, but probably smart. But Republican. that meant no, yeah. that meant something different. It, it did. It really it did. did. From uh, where we are like, now to where from, it was yeah. then. Yeah. I would like to get back to where that. It, I would be happy to go yeah. back there. Like yeah, yeah. like 
Um, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, they just killed the thing. Oh, they killed the thing in the basement with um, all their guns. And that's where the Mother Humper's line comes in. Oh, this is yeah. what I actually wanted to say. And yeah. I, I totally tangented it to a whole different place. You did. Yeah. Um, the elephant gun, which yes. I hate its entire existence because I love elephants and we shouldn't kill them. Right. Uh, no, I agree. I love the humongously comical elephant gun. Mm-hmm. Yes, giant guns are funny. And I enjoy every time referring to it as an elephant gun. Yeah, well, that's what it is. Every time Reba said that, I was like, I wanted to stop and clap and be like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- those guns are huge and they fire gigantic shots. It's I like, mean, yeah. it's they of, have a purpose. Well, and also, yeah. there's, there's, there's all of this talk of penetration just really, really yeah, made me happy. I know. Um, Actually, my headcanon, they had some wild and kinky sex before they went down to the basement. Mm-hmm. You, you know, know he's a bottom. Yeah, I would totally see. <laughs> Reba would peg him. Somehow that feels fulfilled. wrong to me. I just, I, I, <laughs> with Reba pegging like, someone? I'm okay with I'm okay with shipping Val and Earl, but man, Bert and Heather, they're like sexless. Oh, they're no, like, they have no, the best. They, like, sub, they sublimate it all to the ownership and care and maintenance of guns. I would assume, mm, like, while she's pegging him, he's polishing one of the guns. Oh, God. And they're, like, having, like, gun dirty talk, but right. while they're being fucked. Yeah. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm okay with all of this. Like, the they're hell? really meticulous about cleaning their guns and they yeah. make sure they're really safe and I'm okay with them doing this during sex like yeah. and maybe there's like a subway sandwich off to the side but, they just had subway but there, but there's like there's like <laughs> there's like one subway. round in the chamber just, just to make it a little dangerous yeah it just feels really 90s for them to have like a freshly wrapped <laughs> subway sandwich that's just sitting over to the side <laughs> and gushers yeah 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 <laughs> Oh, you know what they? Yeah, you know, yeah, you know what they. And they have they like and orbits with the yeah, with the little orbits oh, with the little gelatin. No, 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 no. orbits the the drink. Or the drink. Oh with the little, God, with the yes. little gelatin balls in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That they have bubble tea in Subway. The nineties were a fucking weird time. I, we should go back. Crystal, Crystal Pepsi. Pepsi. And you motherfuckers oh. convinced them to bring Crystal Pepsi. Why? Back. What was you wrong heard with me? you? There is totally a very secret, very peaceful, quiet war between Coke Zero and Diet Coke, where like if you get someone at a table who's like, I drink Coke Zero and I drink Diet Coke, there is a specific like, no, don't give me diet. I ordered Coke Zero. Sure and I've they like never encountered they this. know it, it, it is the funniest. You have to be around enough diet drinking people. I need to hang out with bears yeah. more, basically. Because yeah, a lot of bears are that way. Because we're all like, diabetic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so uh, a lot of them will be like half pound hamburger, big slice of cheesecake, and a Coke Zero. Exactly. A giant yeah. order of fries. Yeah, I forgot yeah. that. Cheese fries. Covered and in diet two cheese. triple cheese side order of fries. <laughs> and, yeah. And then you're like, uh, bring me 15 diet cokes. I'll drink all of them. And someone else is like, no, no. 15 Coke Zeros, thank you. That's right. so much better for you. Coke Zero. Yeah. Coke no. Zero. <laughs> Neither of them are good yeah, for you. I, they just sit down at the table and they go, I would like a Coke Zero. Please. <laughs> <laughs> and the waitress just goes, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I never thought a duck leg would be so filling. No, they're delicious. They are. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Yay. Away from Europe. Back to plot. Yay. (laughs) Yes. uh, So the um, (laughs) graboids attack perfection, killing two more, uh, killing two more residents. uh, No, one more resident. the, The guy who decided to like take shelter from the ground on a tire. Uh, everybody yeah. scrambles to the rooftops to escape the... He goes to the roof of his uh, silver graboids. trailer. Yeah. You can just call them sandworms, really. I'm getting a lot... Right. I'm actually getting a lot of mileage out of how much I hate that <laughs> I'll stop doing it when it stops making they, you guys laugh. So, you know, <laughs> then the graboids grab on. Um, yeah, yeah. They, they, they flip over his trailer and kill him. 
Oh, God. Um, oh, poor guy. And the poor kid in the little outhouse-looking poor building. Poor kid. He's right? an asshole. He, he wasn't was waiting for him to die. The entire movie. <laughs> he no, turns up in the sequel, too. To he's die. too young Fuck. to die. That was another reason why I turned off Tremors, too, because he's, he's in it, and he's shouting. And Does Reba come Tremors. back? No. Oh, I Nobody. No, 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 no. Nobody with a career came Except back. Except for Michael Gross. No, Michael Gross didn't come back until the third one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But that just meant that his career really went nowhere. Yes. It was very much a Nancy move. Well, that's, why, that's also why Kevin Bacon would have nothing to do with any of this shit until... The TV show. Until this this. But wait, this did new Nancy McKeon show up in the show anywhere in any of the sequels? Because that would just make it perfect. No, not that I'm aware of. Damn. Did Nancy Pelosi, I mean... I'm not even sure what, what what's the... Why is Nancy McKeon... Because Nancy there? McKeon has disappeared from the face of the earth and I miss her. She was on a TV show 40 years ago. But I love Joe Polnicek. Oh my god! Anyway, <laughs> uh, realizing that the, that the realizing that the <laughs> graboids are going to tear out the town from under them, uh, they decide they have to head to the mountains. Um, Val rigs up a um, a bulldozer with a um, oh, there was Chekhov's bulldozer. We saw the bulldozer we earlier when, the they were, bulldozer. when it was garbage day. Okay, so they rig uh, yeah, they rig the rig the, 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 the like a uh, a tanker trailer, part of a tanker trailer to the bulldozer and drive it drive it out of town. Everybody gets into the back. They drive out of town. Oh, they're almost safe! Yay! Yay! Graboids. <laughs> the um, <laughs> graboids. Um, Graboids. Lay a lay a trap for Graboids. Talking about Graboids. Continue. They're almost safe. Go. They, yeah. dig, they dig a sinkhole out from under the bulldozer. The bulldozer wrecks. It can go no further. And so the survivors have to abandon tanker, truck, trailer thing <laughs> and make for some nearby rocks. The boulder placement More in and around this place town is choice. Yeah. And there's times like they're the exact same shaped rocks. But there's like, <laughs> like, there's three and they're concentrically bigger. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Or like two, like one small, one one medium size one, and a big one in the middle. Uh, yeah, they very much. This one actually had more crevices yeah. later on, but yeah. I don't know if they were there at first. Right, yeah. <laughs> they um, formed out of necessity. So, Earl comes up with a plan to Grab trick boys. the <laughs> fucking graboids. <laughs> Uh, into swallowing one of Bert's homemade pipe bombs. Oh yeah, um, that's actually <laughs> that just that's like, like the first smart fucking thing they've done. This they actually have done a lot of smart things. They, they have. Just, they have very tried. successfully strategically. They've been, yeah. they've been mostly very sound for a you know the things I like. But they've also been outthought by fucking worms. Well, not yet. That's no. about to happen. Yeah. They've been. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I will say that the um, wonderful lady who has a PhD in science <laughs> really <laughs> proved her sound knowledge. Which is not really what seismologists would do, but yeah. she has a lot of good audio uh, knowledge to understand how vibrations work to help them figure out how to save these people. Yeah, from the graboids. Graboids. <laughs> <laughs> so they blow up the first one, uh, and then there's a, a quick scene. I love. Um, I love anytime. Anytime they have any kind of success, there has to be a round of little cutaway scenes where they just had people standing on roofs and on rocks 
be like, just celebrate. Way to go, dudes! Or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah, and they, they, just, they and, had a million cutaways of that. Yeah, there was a lot of that. So there's another one of those sequences. They um, they try it again with the last remaining Craboid, um, mm. who also happens to be the one uh, who lost one of his snake tongue things. Uh, yeah, the one the, the one with a, him, the one with a vendetta. He learned from stump- pain. Yeah, he's like Scar from Battlestar Galactica. So, right. So yeah, they throw the they throw the bomb. It eats the bomb, and then it spits the bomb right back at them, which is very intelligent, very cartoonish, but fun. And then it learn. ends up falling on the bag of the all the other pot bombs. <laughs> of course. Which, because... by the way, the gratuitous scene where we watch them make the bombs mm. might have been one of my favorite just random moments in the yep. whole movie. Just oh, like, yeah. like what, cut to them like building. What are you doing, bombs. making bombs? Yeah, I love well, it. It does that they... play. It does play, but it plays such a such a big role yeah. in it does. in the mechanics of the it rest does. of the movie. And I, the, the movie's really good at that. If you watch right. um, as Val is throwing out the the pipe bomb for Stumpy to yeah. take. He's got another pipe bomb tucked under his arm. Yeah, no, they yeah. planned ahead for that one. Yeah, so like yeah. they actually, they actually like all of their props are in place. There's like in terms of continuity, it's mostly really solid. Yeah, um, yeah. Until that that mountain cliff we're about to talk about that we never talked about at any other point before that was needed. He pissed off it. Oh, at the beginning of the movie, <laughs> Chekhov's mountain cliff. That's right. Yeah. You, yeah, you thought I forgot about that piss. No, I did not. <laughs> Chekhov's, Chekhov's, Chekhov's urine. Chekhov's, Chekhov's, Chekhov's bacon piss. <laughs> bacon piss. No. Bacon piss. Grab on. No, but I do love that. <laughs> I firmly believe that they had all those chemicals ready and available on their roof in case they were to be trapped on their roof in some dangerous circumstance. Well, I imagine they probably just be- grabbed them out of the basement as they went. Because probably, I mean, they. You know. I like my version better. Fair enough. <laughs> I can't gainsay it. I mean, who, who the fuck knows what their shit is? Right. Um, so anyway, um, Val, Earl, and Rhonda have to abandon Rock, whereas the supporting cast stays behind and does a whole lot of celebration shots um, with the second unit for, for, when, for when the good guys ultimately win. Way to go, dude. Yeah. Graboids. Um... Oh God! Um, we can milk it forever. Val, <laughs> go, Val, keep going. Um, Val, the short version. Val tricks Stumpy into running itself off a cliff, where it uh, through a cliff. Yeah, through, Not yeah just off a cliff. Through, through the, a cliff. Through the cliff face to explode messily on the uh, on the rocks below. Yeah, and it is so pleasing. Like um, a giant orange. And in my in my in my mind, it is literally the same cliff that he pissed off of at the beginning of the movie. It probably no, is. that's that is that would be you know some good filmmaking. And from yes. here, and from here, it's just denouement. They they go back to town, and then there's the kiss, and that's the end of it. Crab boy, crab So now, like I said, this movie is deceptively simple. It's it's got all the hallmarks of a classic 50s monster movie. It It's fun to watch. Just turn off your brain, like I said, and just not pay attention to it. And I mean, it's a I perfectly you, serviceable movie. I think you can you, even pay attention to it, and yeah, it's still a serviceable movie. I'm pretty sure you represent the entire contingent of turn off your brain movie watching. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Because between Andy and I, there's never a turn off your brain moment. Never happens. Yeah. I, right. I just have to engage my brain in other things while I'm watching. Well, see, I'll engage my brain enough to follow the plot, and that's pretty much all I need for this movie. Uh, that's all I need. No, I'm 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 constantly again. I'm constantly like you know watching how they put it together. Even if something like this, where it is, yeah, it's a really simple thing, and they're just executing what's there. It's just a monster movie, but it's, it's a really really well made monster movie, and they. Uh, you guys have to remember that some of my favorite movies are the Charlie's Angels movies. 
I mean, I like those movies too. They're wonderful, they, but they're not they intelligent. Exist. They do exist. They are not intelligent. And in fact, yeah. during I was watching Charlie's Angels 2 today, finishing up from yesterday, and the scene where they're fighting on the ship. Finishing up. The scene where they're fighting <laughs> on the he ship. Started watching, he started watching started Charlie's watching Angels full throttle yesterday, and he just had to find out how it ended. Because I haven't watched it 50 million times. But no, during yeah. the scene on the ship where they di- where they like backflip over or somersault over the guys to get behind them to get the keys uh, to get the rings back, you can totally see the rig where they're doing the John Woo shit. It's hilarious. I love those movies, and that's I can't say that I love Tremors. I do have some nostalgia value with it. Yeah, but it's it's. I think they, it's, I'm surprised it's an okay movie because there's all sorts of there are all sorts of little the kind of things that happen. You know, these little practical FX moments where you can really see how they're doing it oh, and yeah. how they're putting it together. I, I figured you would have been like all over that. I mean, I love, I love the practical effects in here because they are very good. They're, they're almost seamless. They're, there's very few. <laughs> they're not very seamless. Well, yes some of no. them are seamless. Some of them are some seamless. Of them some are of them are not. Um, but I, I don't fault them. They did no, a good yeah. job. I think the they design, had. the design they is really exciting. Oh, yeah. The one thing they actually, when they were doing the design, they like used bits of elephants and all, and, and like, turtles and all of this stuff. Yeah. The one, the, the one the creature, the one creature yeah. that they took nothing from was worms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> earthworms are fucking boring. Yeah. Right? Um, I mean, earthworms also have those little hairs on their bodies that help them move. Earthworms are easy. They are. (laughs) (laughs) Earth Girls Are Easy is a wonderful movie, and I love it. I'm sure it's also awful. I'm sure it's held up well over the years. It has not. No. It has not. It didn't hold up well the year that it was released. Maybelline. Revlon. Rubbermaid. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, this is my... um, Oh, oh no, the haiku, haiku time is my haiku. haiku time. And actually, the line that I told you I took out did not take out. Oh. Um, so here we go. <laughs> Witty dialogue. Uh, nope. Six degrees seismology. Should have left, dumb shits. <laughs> okay, they spent the first 20 minutes of the movie exploring all of the reasons why they can't leave. No, they just should have left. They saw the dude up there. They should yeah, have left. I agree. I'm with yeah. you. They're like, oh, it's just the crazy hey, dude. Look, he climbs poles. Fine. Okay. Oh my God, a quirky resident of our quirky town is sitting up on top of an electrical post. Uh, Sucks for him. Let's go to Bixby. All right. Exactly. Yeah, let's get some beers. And you know what would have happened if they did that? This movie would not have. Right. And I would have been happy. Oh. <laughs> I'm disappointed because it's <laughs> yeah. so much fun to me. Uh, I really enjoy this. It, a lot. it can be fun. It, it and I, I'm on this on the same page with yeah. you as that. It, it's a good movie to just kind of chill and watch. It's so, not, would you say we are up to ratings, Bob? I think we're up to ratings. How would it. you rate this? It's, I mean, it's perfectly middle of the road for me. It's it's like a three out of five steaky things out of some worm's mouth. It's. It, it's not. It's not good. It's not bad. Is this as bland as your joke? It is pretty bland. It's <laughs> very bland. I um, and that joke really went nowhere. So I'm perfectly okay with that assessment. Well, yeah. to be fair though, there was only one road that it could have taken, and that road was blocked by a rock slide. It was mm. from that road construction that we're unsure of who was paying for it. <laughs> exactly. Still don't know what. What were they even doing? Grab on. They were just they were just tearing up the they road. They were just tearing they up were, the road. I'm not sure what they needed to do. Um, so yeah. this road, this movie to me represents the same quandary as the one road represented. Um, the road was, was built no out. on top of sand. The graboids could have destroyed the road at any time. Mm. The road was never safe. I don't know why everyone kept wanting to run to the road as if it was going to be safe. You don't build asphalt all the way down. <laughs> 
It's just a layer on top of the dirt. Running to the road. They they had a lot of like at first they kept wanting to get to the road to get away from the sand. Well, I think they were just trying to. I think they were no, I I didn't hate this movie. I definitely would say what if you haven't ever seen this, watch it with someone else. Yeah, alone yeah. is not fun. This is no. definitely a movie that. Uh, Put you on need someone there to make fun of it. Yeah. Put this movie on at a party. I, I just, yeah. I was really bored. I really don't like monsters that much Aww. in this instance. I just was like, eh, I'm good. Real good. I'm real dumb with dumb Kevin Bacon. I wanted him to be just, I wanted him to be a little smarter. And it was, there was nothing. I do now firmly enjoy this movie as a full exploration of bi-poly open relationships. <laughs> um, so I'm going to recommend it for that reason. So it totally gets one and a half, um... Poorly named creatures that make Andy cringe. <laughs> Graboids. <laughs> now, Val, it's your turn to fuck daddy. Pretty much. Oh, so what did you think, Andy? Get out um, your elephant gun. I love the shit out of this movie. I, I, I well, I, I have, uh, I watched this on cable when it was current, uh, and it was not best movie ever, but like no. in my little adolescent mind, it was the best movie ever. Um, it's held up remarkably well, in my opinion. Not perfectly. Some of the stuff has aged. The fashion has aged. Uh, well, has it? Do people in Nevada still dress like that? No, Maybe. I hope not. Um, but also, like some of the like some of the story tropes and stuff like that are very outdated. As a pastiche of of like monster movie tropes, I think they did pretty good. I love the practical effects. Um, you don't want CGI graboids? They wouldn't grab your attention. <laughs> They might if they were. Would they snake well. into your mind? Uh, I just I don't know. I have would, not actually seen. Would I've it never worm seen out of you a better impression of this movie or a worse one? Could you wiggle away <laughs> from the effects of the CGI? I'm just gonna let him keep going. I want to see. Just I just want to see how many of these he's got. Really, um, I never know. I just keep going until I run out, or until you run into the concrete <clears throat> aqueduct, or un, out, out of a cliff face, or yeah, one know. of those things. Or if I swallow a bomb. But I'll check. So I grab one. No, I do still like this movie. It is not a not the perfect movie that my memory painted it as, but I still fucking love it to pieces. It gets a, a good four out of five mother humpers. <laughs> mother humpers. Uh, well, Annie, there's still three other mother humpers out there. Oh, God, just uh, no. Actually, there's what? There's four because there's five five movies all together. Five movies and two television series. Oh my god! One, one. Two. They're they making they another made a one. new one. No. Kevin Bacon's in on it. Yeah, because he did so well with like the path well, or whatever his, his last TV show was. Because like, yeah, his career was on the skids so hard when he did Tremors. Like he reportedly had a breakdown in front of his wife and like collapsed. Like oh my god, I'm in an underground worms movie. Not Tira Sedgwick. Yeah, I love her so much. Yeah, I deserve I don't... death for now. And so now he's and now he's just it's come around full circle like John Cusack style and embraced yeah. it. Tira Sedgwick is doing yeah. the most random part on Brooklyn 911 that I understand why yeah. she's doing and he's doing a Tremors movie and they're still married and I don't understand any of these things. <laughs> they have jobs. The closer was amazing. She yeah. needs to do that again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he needs to just forget Hollow Man existed. Or The Darkness which is one of the most horrific movies I've ever seen in my entire life. And after this I didn't see Kevin Bacon in much of anything. I think I saw <clears throat> Stir of Echoes but it wasn't that good. Yeah, I. He just basically was like, you just talk like this really all the time. Just kind of I feel like that. Kevin Bacon is one of those people that keep kept appearing in movies that I was watching, but I would never have known he was in them until I was like, oh, look, it's Kevin Bacon. Right. Yeah. Huh, whatever. Hi, Kevin. 
He was like, "Hi, Alex." Well, I think he's got. He's yeah. he's damn. Fl- he's flourishing on TV now. Everyone well, I mean, is right. Yeah. TV is having its like because fifth TV, renaissance. Right, TV right. is apparently where the good stuff is, and movies are. Movies are just indie now. Indie movies is where it's at. Pretty much. I yeah. mean, there's still the blockbusters, but whatever. Yeah, but they're just basically. Yeah. The kind of big dumb. Turn off your brain movies. Crabboys. Oh my god! Okay, kids. On that, I note. swear to God, actually, every time you start singing that Gravoid song, it reminds me of Spinal Tap. Do you remember the song Hellhole? Yes. Uh, Gravoid. Oh Nowhere you stand in your Gravoid. Oh Folks, lend a hand with your Gravoid. Yes, yeah, turn it to eleven. Yes. <laughs> on that note, kids, if you have any questions or concerns, want to lay eggs in our brain. Want to bury our station wagons in the sand out back? Just email us at bob at candycoatedrazor.com. You can visit us on the web at candycoatedrazor.com. You can catch me on face, uh, not Facebook. Yes, Facebook. Uh, searching for Candy Coated Razor Blades. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and you can also catch me on Twitter at, at CandyRazorBob. And just like those obnoxious eggs that point to the sequels, you can find me on Twitter at ZanmanHorrorFan, that's X-A-N-M-A-N, HorrorFan, or email me at PodcastHorror at gmail.com, where you can still not tell me about Rebus Politics. <laughs> and I don't do social media, but I will say that I buried my station wagon twice last night. Graboids. It was wonderful. So please don't forget to uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you happen to be listening to our podcast right now. You are our listeners, and we love you Almost unconditionally. Yeah, semi-conditionally. You still have to rate, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, And Um, then not tell us about Rufus Politics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to give us five stars on every platform, feel free to send that email about our politics. That would be wonderful, yes. Written reviews really help. We love them. We do love written reviews. We'll totally maybe read them if any of us remember to check on that and possibly call out your name on the podcast. Probably not. Yeah. Maybe. Don't don't get your hopes up, but maybe. I'm making semi-promises. I mean... I do check them occasionally, so like on you iTunes. know. Like on iTunes, yeah. I didn't even know you had access. I'm the one who put it on iTunes. It doesn't mean you touch iTunes. That just means you had to <laughs> almost use the program. <laughs> I like to think that iTunes is, 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 is just like, I don't know. I think of iTunes as like this big sort of horrible kind of pulsating vagina-like thing that's coated in that horrible orange slime. Like, so like what the... So you, have. I, so what, what you just described to me was the Langoliers. <laughs> oh, shit. And on that note. On that note, kids, bye. I actually I, I could not remember. We are the Graboids. Our songs are better. I know. <laughs>